Hey, I'm looking to sell my sexual organ to the ladies in the big city. <laughs> hey, whoa. You think you can help me out? Yeah, right. Can't, of course I can. Yeah, That's... I just came from the from uh from the sub from the sticks. Yeah, it sounds like sounds like a, you sound like from a, the boondocks. You sound I like wanna... an authentic Texan. Oh, thank you very much. I would, I've been I would working, say I've been working on my Texas brogue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Official, so that no, when I come giant... up here and I uh and I entice the ladies uh with my yeah with your sexual, sexual organ. organ for for no, uh, I just, hard cash. I, I just need to twenty be... bucks. I'm getting. Hey. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna help you out, you need to you need to sit on that organ for a second. Well, if you're gonna help me out, we're gonna have to be properly introduced. Hi, my name is Sean. Oh, hello, there we go. Sean. See, my is name that so is fucking hard? my name is uh, Midnight Cowboy. I can't believe I'm taking manners lessons from a guy who burst into a room and said, "I would like to sell my sexual organ to women in the big city." They call me the Midnight Cowboy, even think, during the day. Think, and that's strange. You think I'm rude? Why would they call you me think daytime I'm rude? cowboy? Nobody calls day. you Midnight Cowboy. Nobody knows no, what the fuck you name. are. that's my name. That's my No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No. All right. You are going to have to. Can you play acoustic guitar? I can play acoustic guitar very well, obviously. You know that. All right. Okay. I'm because I'm, I'm just... a cowboy, and I'm in yeah. my underpants, and I stroll the streets of New York City selling my sexual organ to the high-class high ladies. Now, have you ever thought about maybe just being a cowboy in your underpants playing acoustic guitar? Yeah, I don't like guitar? to take too much. No, take the take the selling of the sexual organ out of the business because we can't right, do that well, anymore. Since uh, Giuliani cleaned up Times Square, we don't have. Well, I don't uh, do it actually in the in public. We go to no, a I know, I I know. To a pine, oh my god! Or a nice hotel suite. You stupid cowboys! You Sometimes come in here. Sometimes it's an alleyway. Fifteen a fucking week, getting off a dumb bus from some fucking oil town. They're, All right, you're getting aggressive. Get, they you get don't cut even know from, me. You got cut from Friday Night Lights, so all of a sudden you're just fucking all the the substitute teachers in town, and you get sick of you get run out of town because I don't know I didn't quite understand what's happening on the flashbacks, and then you come to the big fucking city with your big sexual organ, and you're gonna sell it to the big pussied women of New York City. Well, buddy, I'm here to tell you that we cannot do that anymore. Take your game and head to fucking Wyoming. Yippee motherfucker. I'm out we watched. Here. We watched Midnight Cowboy, and we didn't oh, like it. That's the name that I said. Theme song. Two boys in a balcony. In a balcony. A balcony. Two. Rise, roar, and revolt. My name is Sean Sullivan. Welcome back to Two Boys in a Balcony. Sean, my headphones fell out, so now everybody's hearing what you're saying. Yep. I mean, they're also they were all hearing what I, I was have. saying before oh, because yeah. I was saying it. I meant my microphone. neighbors. I was talking about my neighbors. I don't give a fuck about your neighbors. I don't give a fuck that. about my neighbors either, and they know that. Well, it good. really makes for uh, awkward times when we see each other in the streets because yeah, they know parties. that I don't. Oh, remember block parties? Remember that's no. what we got to get back to. America's got to get back to parties. That's what we need to get back to parties. Parties in the street when people are trying to get home and you're like, can't go this way. We've closed the street off for a party. Uh, yeah, we used to when I lived in Brockton with my wife, Borat voice, my wife. Um, that's my new thing. I do Borat catchphrases, but I just say them regularly. That's it's like ironic. Cool. Ironic and Borat. you point out that you're doing a Borat catchphrase yep. without doing the voice. And I go, I go, my wife, my wife. You know, it's funny. It so was go, my wife. Two, it was in 2008. I don't see why it wouldn't be now. Well, that see, that's the thing is that the my wife that's played out, but just going my wife that is in. It sounds kind of braggadocious, like you said. Drake hey, named, I found Drake a lady. Disgusted. Ugh. I found my a wife. Lady that a- that accepted me for with all of my many many flaws. Drake meme pointing my wife with just this long list of flaws that I obviously have. How many? What? How many? Some, how many flaws some, on your list? On my list about you? Yes. Or my yeah, own yeah, yeah. flaws. I don't give a shit about you. I need to improve myself. I can't. I help don't. You. All right. Here is a few things that I okay. Have flaws. Yeah. yeah you don't on seem me. to be very friendly. Obviously. That's untrue. I mean, you're arguing. Game. 
You're arguing well, right now. Oh, sorry. You know what? Friendly guy wouldn't argue it. He'd yeah, just say, turn, you're right, turn the chum. other cheek like you're fucking Lord and Master Jesus I'll look Christ at you. Obeyed. Turn the other cheek like you're a biblical Now character. tell me something else about me that look sucks. At you taking, look at you losing an eye and then only taking one eye for the eye that you've lost. Yeah, man. Like the Bible says. Hey, God said, sacrifice your first son in a big fire. Oh, so imagine that. Sacrificing your first son just because he didn't make the Little League team. Wow. And you say, this is for all of you. I paid 125 fucking dollars. <laughs> this is my my only begotten son, and I have sacrificed him for you. For oh, cool. DCF's made. probably going to be at your house pretty soon. Thank Christ. No, but let me explain. He didn't okay. make the Little League team. He's brought shame to the family name. All right, let's Inception pull back one riff. I need more of my flaws listed out. And then we'll pull uh, back into whatever riff this game is. I don't of. think he can swim that fast. I can swim. I can swim fast. That is a. That I is don't one think thing you I can, can swim do. fast enough. I know, fast enough. Yeah. For what? Have you watched the Northman yet? No, no. Hold on. Back Watch up. Watch the Northman, and you'll know what I'm talking about. No, to I swim absolutely fast. can swim fast, but that's not even that's not even a joke. That is the one. That is the one physical feat that I can do. As like I'm a pretty good swimmer. Okay. But what do I? What am I needing to swim away from? You. We would never be in a body of water. No. Together. Whatever's chasing us. Oh. Probably groupies. I would say probably crocodiles. But bikini, bikini babes. Imagine that, ladies in bikinis chasing us because we're so popular. Could you imagine we can make what a, does this we make world a, come to? We make a hard day's night, but it's just the two we're of us. Both just, <laughs> just two yeah. fucking idiots wheezing and limping along imagine the corner as we get trampled by live potting, girls. live potting at Shea Stadium and just the teenage girls going crazy. Yeah, just being like, when is the baseball going to start? <laughs> Teenage girls really do love the, the American they pastime They love the great game of chicks baseball. Love, chicks dig the long ball. <laughs> do they love getting that fucking long ball. <laughs> I get to, I have a very short penis, but my nuts are huge. Just so long and ob oblong almost. Very kidney bean shaped. Great. I'll just let you finish the the bit. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> I will give you, <laughs> and I will, give you room I will to take, explore the stage. I will take my bow. Well, you like, say, you like to explore tonight. the stage. You like to check out all the nooks and crannies on a stage that yeah, you're not on. Not really that many nooks and crannies. Like it's kind of the front, the back, the, the wings. You like to go over and see what the people on the right side of the room are up to. Then you go over to the people oh, on the yeah, left let's side of the room. Let's explore the space. And you then know, you see who can, who can sing louder. You say, I can't hear you, but obviously you can hear them. But maybe you can't because of the damage, the auditory damage. There's a damage. good chance that you can't. Those guys aren't protecting their ears the way they should. I think more often than not, when you go to a concert and the singer goes, I can't hear you, he's lying. He's you being theatrical so? about it. All right. Yeah. What if it's he's a cry doing for a, help? He's doing a bit. You know? A cry for help? Yeah. What if he's like, I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't hear you. Was that good? I have tinnitus. You do? Not me, the singer. I was oh, yeah, playing yeah, yeah. a pot once more. No, I just have a ringing in my ear all the time because of your fucking drums, Jeremy. The drummer's name is Jeremy. He spoke in class one day. Yep. Yep. Yeah, what happened? The films of 1968. <laughs> oh, what? Nope. 69, no, 68. brother. We're nope. in 69, but it's the films of 68. It's not. But I think so. It isn't. Um, I think it might be. It almost certainly is not. Oh, wait. It might be we're in 1970, but it's the films of 1969. That's so weird that it's the way that I, th I thought it was. <laughs> and right. It wasn't the way that you thought it you was. You can never let me just have You didn't have it. <laughs> you didn't have it. You didn't have it. You can't let me own it. Nope. You always got to come in and take it away from me. Uh, yeah, right at the moment was, of victory. It's like if you were holding right a cat over Right where the people notice that I've won. I would, I would intervene. If you were holding an animal over an open flame that wasn't on a spit, Why would I do that? I wouldn't do that. That's like a live silly. animal. I would take the animal away because you hold. don't own it right. I love animals. I wouldn't do that. What's your favorite animal? Uh, the film's in 1969. Up top, my brother. Slap. Um, 69. That's a funny number. Don't do it. What? Don't do it. Don't do what? Don't become Elon Musk on our podcast. You're going to say 420. You're going to say 69. You're going to say nice. I, wasn't, I said 69 is a, it's a funny number. What's and Then you're okay. going to try to buy Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. 
Have you fucking seen the I fucking... really think that you should buy Twitter if you get an opportunity to do it. Dude, the thing is, is that if I spend $40 billion, I could flip that shit for $41 billion. That's an extra billion that I'm going to get in return. That's a lot of no, money. No, I think if you bought Twitter for shit. $40 billion, like yeah. the next day something would happen and there'd be no more internet. Oh. And it would just ooh. be like, oh, well, this sucks. We just got to like now. I just spent $40 billion for a website. Now there's no more internet anywhere. Ah, damn. The fucking infrastructure of the country collapsed. Now we got to like just have candles and shit. I feel like a real dummy. Oh, I feel like such a fucking boo. Glad nobody can tweet about it because of the. Yeah. No internet. Yo, I'd be getting. I'd be taking a fucking beating on Twitter. I'd be getting roasted so hard for taking down the. They'd be roasted so hard. They'd be like, why don't you get thicker glasses, you blind, stupid idiot? A bunch of fucking Bitcoin guys, all their fucking. Whatever that is disappeared. Oh, look at all their wealth evaporating quickly. Oh, I just like stolen by water. the monkeys. Like all the monkeys took it away. You think of wait what? All we're the not... monkeys took the bitcoins. Oh, jeez. They were bored. They were and so they bored. Said, we should commit crimes, dude. I gotta tell you, I got a dog. When she's bored, yeah, she's gonna rip oh, up the she trash. Just, she goes she's, nuts. You know, she gets. You know, you gotta she stimulate these animals. You shouldn't you have got her hooked on these animals. Shouldn't have got her hooked on cryptocurrency as a puppy. Fucking bored apes. You gotta Couldn't give help apes it. Something to do. Give a yip and hey, give him a yo-yo. Teach him to fish. Jeremy spoken. Uh, we're here today to discuss the films of 1969. We're here to discuss all films and our love of them. We Sean. love them. We live films, them. Films, films, films. We love them. Oh, look at that. You wrote a chant. April 7th, 1970, we're at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. Uh, no host this oh, year. They have get Dorothy Chandler again. Oh, yeah. Two in a row, baby. Here's yeah, the thing. We're going to be, we're going to be the Dorothy Chandler for a while. Yeah, she got a monopoly on the Oscars. Damn, I mean, dude, you got to see the fucking size of her pavilion. It's got to be a nice pavilion. It's a fucking nice pavilion. Here are the uh, here are the seventeen friends of Oscar, who uh, served as the unofficial hosts of the show, made the presentations and such. I'm gonna read you a list of names. You tell me uh, if any of these guys. Uh, am I sound, wait until the editor? They, am I? If they sound uh, familiar, uh, am Bob I interjecting? Hope, John Wayne. You can interject. Steve Jobs, can... Johnny Cash. We yeah. had all of these things. And now we have no hope, point. no Wayne, and no Cash. <laughs> no way. Bob Ross, Streisand, Fred Astaire, John Voight. Oh, you're Uh-oh. naming names. John Voight was a... there. He was in Blast the... from a motherfucking past. 1970s Myrna Loy is there. Oh, no shit. Not the Myrna Loy that we fell in love with in the fucking no, it's 30s. The st- it's the same Myrna Loy. She's it's just the same. older. She's just older. The Passage of Time. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, Raquel it, it, Welch. It affects us all, Sean. Candace Bergen. James oh, Earl Jones. Murphy Brown, I know her as. Catherine Ross. Cliff Robertson. Allie McGraw. Barbara McNair. Elliot Gould. Claudia Cardinale. And Elizabeth Taylor. That was, Claudia Cardinale is the only name I did not know. What are these? Just the people who these are the, presented uh, the awards? The, quote, friends of Oscar that served as the unofficial hosts. Of the broadcast, they still. I mean, it sounds even with like seventeen it, people, they got Bob Hope in there. So, it sounds like if you're making a list of all these people, sixty years later, that they hosted, they were the hosts. It's not yeah. unofficial. That's true. Yeah, but no, at no point did anybody go. This, these seventeen are the hosts. They did. You think at any point him. somebody said, "Myrtle Loy, what are you doing here?" And she's like, "I don't know where <laughs> I Someone am." Someone pushed me out the wrong door. Uh, when did Myrna Lloyd uh, depart this mortal coil? Nineteen. I would feel like it Holy couldn't moly. be uh, eighty-three. Eighty-three at the. She was born in nineteen oh five, so it's nineteen seventy. She's sixty-five. Hey, a lot of us are sixty-five. Uh, sweet Myrna Lloyd, we we love her, we miss her. We lost her uh, when I was ten years old. I mean, it does sound oh. like you're being facetious. No, no, no. We love And that's going to affect our family if they hear it. So I'd like to back out of that. I don't miss what her time? at all. You, come on. You don't miss Myrna Loy a little? Well, I just don't want our family to think that I'm uh, making some type of joke about missing her. So no, I don't. Would never. Could never. If um, they'll take it seriously, I do. She was okay, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is um, Myrna Loy is the, the thin guy lady, right? <laughs> yep. The, right. My favorite movie, The Thin Guy. <laughs> The Thin Man, sorry. 
Ah, uh, the thing guy strikes back. Return she to the thing guy. She was in Stephen King's Thinner, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. She got hit by a truck and just said Thinner. Mix me a martini. That's, That's not how she talked. That. That's not how that movie goes. But I'm she not a did fucking love martini. Love dumb. She was a fan of alcohol. Uh, Midnight Cowboy, uh, obviously the film we're going to discuss later on, is the only X-rated film to win the Best Picture Award at the, the Academy. What fuck is this movie X-rated for? Uh, was that different then? Was X-rated... Uh, <clears throat> like, triple X is porn, right? No, X-rating is just... X-rating... X means It's like no NC-17? No one, yes, no one under 17 is allowed in, even if you're with a parent. And who's going to bring a go with a parent to an NC 17 film? I don't know, but uh, it happens. Uh, it received an X rating because, da, 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 da. Uh, quote, uh, homosexual frame of reference and its possible so influence weird, upon youngsters. It's fucking stupid. Uh, 1971, it uh, was... It's possible influence upon youngsters. It was re-rated a year later and turned into an R-rated film. It remains the only X-rated film to be uh, viewed by a sitting president. When Richard Nixon screened Midnight true. Cowboy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. That's not true. They were no. all watching it. Yeah, They are all you... watching the X-rated films. Yeah, you think Bill Clinton's not watching Naughty Nurses? He's watching the family-friendly version? The Skinamax uh, R-rated. Did they, did they make a version for the kids? <laughs> of uh, Naughty Nurses? Yeah, yeah. Naughty yeah. pediatricians. Um, uh, was there anything else I wanted to say? Uh, Anna, for the episode? Anna of the Thousand Days gets the most nominations. They shoot horses, oh. don't they? Sets an Oscar record by receiving nine nominations, but not one for Best Picture. What is who's in? They shoot horses, don't they? Mm, of I've heard ask. of that before. I've never seen it. It's a Sidney Pollock film. It's about a it's about a dance marathon in the, like the Depression. Oh, really? It's Jane Fonda, Michael, Sarazen, Susanna York, Red Buttons. Desperate group of individuals desperate to win a Depression era dance marathon and an opportunistic yeah. MC who urges them on. Sean, if you know one thing about me, I love uh, dance marathon. Yeah, you love dance. You love dance marathon. You love hands on a hard body. You love a fucking. I, I love James hand Bond on a car, and I baby. love depression. <laughs> uh, you ever do a dance marathon, Bill? You ever? Uh... Have I ever done a dance marathon? No, but I've seen every Step Up movie they've made. Oh. Well, those kind of dance battles, but yeah, same thing as far as I'm concerned. Hey, it's a sprint. It's it's a it's not a sprint. Nacho, it's a marathon, nacho, nacho, you know? nacho. What? That was a dance uh, marathon battle. Will these two podcast partners? So will this friendship end in blood? Dude, that's all I thought. It's all I thought the whole time. I've I've watched RRR three times, and every yeah. time they get to that, it's just. Will this podcast end in betrayal? There's wanna, no way to tell. I want to. We want to go. Uh, we have uh, one thousand uh, percent the power of the mighty sun. We we rise, roar, and revolt. We oh my god. We throw all of our faith and recommendations give behind it the RRR. Give it a nomination <clears throat> now, dude. On Netflix, it's the most expensive film in Indian uh, cinematic history. It is one of uh, it's no great. no hyperbole. One of the Best movies I've ever seen, dude. It's, it's uh, fucking incredible. Three hours and it's balls to the wall. It never slows down. Yeah. Once for you get past the hey, I'm gonna watch a three hour Hindi movie on Netflix. Yeah. It's incredible. Oh, okay. <laughs> so where are we going with this one? Well, no, I've tried. I've I've been telling people, and some people are just oh, you can't watch a subtitle movie, which I think is silly. But yeah, 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 it's not all subtitled. It's like half subtitled. Yeah, only the only half the uh, the most evil people of all time speak English. Speak English, film. yeah. Which I mean, checks. <laughs> it tracks historically. It dude um, is so beautiful. Yeah, it's and really it's wild. The action, the stunts, and the fights are a fucking top insane, notch. dude. And the CGI, that animal scene. I mean, there's a few animal scenes, but the big animal scene is holy moly. My favorite is the the intro of um, the guy that's the cop. When he, he Yeah, when he goes into go, the crowd to Yeah, he just fucking vaults over. he climbs three barrels and like just scales wild. clears a fence. Yeah, it goes into like shit out of two hundred people on his own. It goes like 
MCU levels of shit. It's like they're superheroes. Yeah, it's wild. It's so fucking great. R R R Rise Roar Revolts on Netflix now. Uh, it's uh, I think I I hope it uh, makes some noise. Uh, at least I don't see how I like. I think the only way it couldn't is that the races, Oscars are in. Um, well, yeah. Besides the, uh, the only way it couldn't, besides the obvious reason, is that the when's the Oscars? Ten months. I mean, it, it, I don't think anybody's gonna forget about that. It's the most it's, expensive I've film. I've been watching it. I've watched it three times in a week. You sent me a thing telling me about it, and I was like, oh, I'll check it out. And dude, mm. like five minutes into it, I was hooked. I was like, mm. holy shit. Yeah, it's it's really uh, excellent. They don't even show the title card till like forty minutes into the movie. Love that shit. It's wild. That's a fucking The Departed. Drive my car. I love when the fucking it's wild. You're like, I've been watching almost an hour of this thing. Now you're gonna tell me that now yeah. you're starting. All right. And it's such a blend of it. it's like action, adventure. There's comedy. There's like a twenty minute rom com. Oh yeah. Pot. There's a couple sick dance battles. I mean, that's my favorite part. The whole, and then the end credit. It's fucking what? But, hey, that's not for any more discussion today. Cause yeah, hopefully... I know, but I'm going to have a hard time not discussing it after I watch it three times and then I watch this bag of shit. All right. You like uh, this movie. Uh, apologies, obviously, to the family of uh, John Voight. No. Yeah. I'm not well, apologizing. You don't want to go Sorry, apologize? Angelina. Yeah. <laughs> to the most beautiful woman of all time? All right. I guess not. I mean, oh. I think you're being uh, a little bit misogynist there. Just you're, you're scoring uh, ladies by their beauty. Huh? You All put right. them on the, your list. Where you yeah, no, it's very controversial. It's fucking insane of me to have said. You're saying, hey, why don't you get your face to look a little lady. bit more I'm like sorry. this actress? I should I should be more of an ally. And Sean, not... I'm just giving you the business. You know how we do it. Yeah, we do. We're fucking misogynist as shit. Be misogynist your nominees if you want. for best picture at the 19. 19- 70 Academy Awards, the, of course, the 42nd Academy Awards. It won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. And of the Thousand Days, directed by Charles Jarrett, Henry VIII of England discards one wife, Catherine of Aragon, who has failed to produce a male heir in favor of the young and beautiful Anne Boleyn. I cannot do this shit again. They just keep making the same fucking movie, dude. Like, what the fuck? They had such a hot on for Henry VIII. Yeah, dude. This is uh, so private lives of Henry the Eighth. We watched. I think it's like Richard Burton's like fifth Henry the Eighth movie of the sixties. I I don't know what the equivalent. It must be like Civil War or something for the United States, where we just keep making like fucking England's obsessed with this fucking guy and his six wives. Um, Richard Burton stars in this. Genevieve Bujol plays Anne Boleyn. I watched the trailer. It looks fine. But I'm not watching this shit. Yeah, but it's probably just like every other. I mean, we've just you know, in the last like three weeks, we've we had, had an episode on a, two, a man for all seasons. Yeah, a man for all seasons. But then we had. Uh, I think there was another one in it. Like they just keep rehashing the same. They fucking love it. And of a must be like days. we spent so much money on these clothes. We got to keep using them. Yeah, it's somebody likes these movies and it is my wife. Uh, Butch. Cassidy and the Sundance Kid by George, directed by George Roy Hill. In the late 1890s, Wyoming Butch Cassidy is the affable, clever, and talkative leader of the outlaw hole-in-the-wall gang. His closest companion is the laconic deadshot Sundance Kid. As the West rapidly becomes civilized, the law finally catches up to Butch, Sundance, and their gang. Chased doggedly by a special posse, the two decide to make their way to South America in hopes of evading their pursuers once and for all. Paul Newman, Robert Redford, Catherine Ross. Better movie than the winner. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I've, I've seen it. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember the shootout at the end being great. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. Uh, What's I don't, happening with your sound? Can you not hear me? You're getting real buzzy. Oh, Ruth Buzzy? Ruth Buzzy, the comedian? Yeah. The comedian. Lady? Yeah, of course. All right, well, we're just going to have to deal with that in post. Oh, I think you're just coming out of it. Oh, Maybe you thank moved you. your cord? Did you Maybe move I, your cord or are you my sick? Throat? Are cleared, you sick? I let me clear my throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid is a good movie that you should watch. Um, 
Yeah, I I concur. Better and better than the winner. Much. Dude, Midnight Cowboy won because everybody was on acid. Uh, probably, yeah. I we'll, think so. We will discuss that. I just want to right. pull up the 1969 film because I believe Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid was the top uh, grossing film of 1969. Look at that. Here are the other. I mean, it makes sense. Redford and Newman, right? Yeah, it's uh, and it's fun and good. Uh, number two, The Love Bug comes out this year. Herbie? Midnight Cowboy, Herbie the Love Bug, the very same. I think that uh, should have been nominated over Midnight Cowboy. Uh, Midnight Cowboy in number three. Easy Rider is also this year. That's the fourth highest grossing film. Who uh, offhand? Do you, who starred in Herbie the Love Bug? It was, that wasn't Dick Van Dyke, right? I'm thinking Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Was, uh, was he in that too? Dick Van Dyke is I, not. It's Dean Jones, Michelle Lee, David Tomlinson, and Buddy Hackett. Oh, Dick Van Dyke is not him. in the Love Bug. The fat Love Bug is uh, Hey, he was a fat little bastard. It was he'd say naughty words and he'd go, "Man, buddy Hackett, I'll stab your mother if you don't get out of my dressing room." Uh, some other movies that came out this year: The Italian Job with Michael Caine, uh, True Grit with John Wayne. He wins Best Actor. Uh, I mean, True Grit should have been nominated. Yeah, I'd, I've never seen the original. Um, it's but great. I assume it's good. Uh, he wins Best Actor. Um, he beats a bunch of doors. I think that was John Ford, right? Did he direct True Grit, the original True Grit? I'm looking that up. Nope, Henry Hathaway. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yep. On record uh, now. It's the first Henry. time I've ever been on record being dumb. Confirmed. Oh, I thought you were going to say consider yourself at home. Consider yourself an idiot. <laughs> um. Yeah, True Grit. Uh, Maggie Smith wins uh, Best Actress for The Prime of Miss Jean Brody. Goldie Hawn wins oh, Best dude. Supporting Actress. That movie. The Prime of Miss Jean Brody. Was on. I had it on the Criterion list for a fucking long time, I think. Yeah. But I never watched it. All right. Well, you, you always have That's the it. opportunity to go back. It's an Academy Award winning performance. I don't know if it's still on there. From well, it might have been HBO, maybe. Dame Maggie Smith. Would you call uh, her? Dame, Dame, Maggie, Dame, Dame Maggie Smith. Dame Maggie Smith. Goldie Hawn. Dame Maggie Smith. Goldie Hawn wins for Cactus Flower, Best Supporting Actress. Gig Young for They love, Shoot Horses, love. Don't They? Supporting. And John Wayne. Best Actor. Okay. Goldie Hawn won for what movie? Cactus Flower? Cactus Flower. Not, dude, we're getting Never into hippie shit, and it fucking blows. It's, oh, it's oh, a Walter, uh, Walter Matthau, Ingrid Bergman, into... and Goldie Hawn film. If you're going to get into hippie shit, uh, hippie Goldie Hawn is where you want to be. Yeah, that's true. Oh, this is a Walter Matthau comedy. Um, oh, is it? Yeah. Ingrid Bergman from uh, uh, Casablanca. Sweden. Yep. Yeah. It's from Sweden, not from not from the city of Casablanca. Do we have a... She, she is Ingmar Bergman. Are they related? I, I no, don't believe so. that at one point. No. All right. I don't have time to do a, a blood swab. No, right yeah, now. I'm not. What am I? 23 and I don't have time to get in there and get some DNA, but I don't even know who my parents are. Oh, I have a good guess. Oh, okay. Mammoth cheese? Oh, right. <laughs> All right. The <laughs> trans grimace. Okay, Joe Rogan. All right. I I did not say that. Oh, Joe Rogan did. Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Hello, (laughs) Dolly. Directed by Gene Kelly. Dolly Levi is a strong-willed matchmaker who travels to Yonkers, New York, in order to see the miserly, well-known, unmarried, half-a-millionaire Horace Vander Gelder. In doing so, she convinces his niece, his niece's intended, and Horace's two clerks to travel to New York City. Do you watch it? Nope, miss me with this shit. I don't like Hello Dolly that much. I uh, I got like halfway through it. Okay. Uh, it's I mean it's good. It's got uh, I think it looks pretty great. Yeah. It uh, Gene Kelly too. It harkens back to like his uh, it's an American in Paris. Remember how good that looked? Like yes. the sets. Yep. It's got that kind of vibe to it. All right. Maybe I will have to check it out. It's on Disney Plus. Um. 
I didn't know it was directed by. Hey, we love him. Hot. Put him in a canoe. Barbara Streisand, Walter, Michael Crawford, Louis Armstrong. Oh yeah. Sophia Loren, fucking just draping her tits over his shoulder. Oh my goodness. Um, no, not those were some great movies, dude. Grumpy, the Grumpy Old Men's. When are they gonna make a third one? Dude, they should get the gang back together. They're gonna end up fucking Happy Madison is gonna end up rebooting it with the fucking grown ups boys. That's what's gonna happen. All right. And I will be there. Of course you will. Hello, Dolly. Hi, Sean. Your final nominee. Z, directed by Costa oh, Garvis. Oh, that was. Repression is the rule of the day in this film that skewers Greek governance of the 1960s. Z, a leftist rabble-rouser, is killed in what appears to be a traffic accident, but given the political climate, the death of such a prominent activist raises troubling questions. Hey, I got a lot of troubling questions about this guy's death. Uh, I watched How this. How did it happen? Let me tell you exactly when I watched this. November 12th, 2020. Yeah, and I watched it uh, like a month or two later. The presidential election uh, was still up for debate. Uh, I mean, isn't it still? Stop the steal, fellas. Uh, Z, it's a, it's a Greek film. It's in Greek. It's on HBO, I believe. Yep. It was. Uh, is it still, still is. on there? Uh, unbelievable movie. It's so... Twisty Turny, from what I remember. So good. Um... Only an hour and uh, two hours and seven minutes long. Nice, sh- shorter movie for this type of shit. I mean, shit. it sounded shorter when you started. You were yeah, like, only an hour and no, two yeah, hours. An hour and then another hour. <laughs> <laughs> only an hour and 45 minutes till the first intermission. Um, the director of this was uh, uh, is uh, Costa Gavras. He was banned from Greece. He's not. He was not allowed to return to his home uh, country. Good for him. Sometimes you just got to do shit. Uh, and make a name for yourself. Let him know who you are. It's in a fucking incredible, uh, incredible. Mo- I, I'm looking up his other films. He's got a film from 1982 called Missing, with Jack Lemmon and Sissy Spacek. That looks pretty. Dude, the good. aforementioned uh, grumpy old man. There he is. Uh, Z. It's uh, it's an important political thriller that you should see. I've already seen it. Oh, I might watch it again. Cause I, All I right. Can't. Fucking calm down, dude. I'm just up. really, I really want to get into Who the interesting. Who are you showing off for right here? Foreign film, and I love. Is the this Greek for me cinema. or is it for the audience? No, I just. There's no audience. I just, I just remember it being brilliant, but I don't remember it. I remember it being tense. I believe. I tense. believe I said it could have been when my stent was acted up, though. I also think it was uh, kind Everything's of funny. Everything's tense when you when you have Fun. Uh, some good jokies. Heart palpitations. You, oh, every time I get heart palpitations, every time I see your goddamn beautiful fucking oh, face. Come on, come on, Sean. You're being too nice right getting now. Getting that fucking seeing that face in my heart goes pitter. I feel like I'm being punked. Yeah, because it's not true. You make me want to puke. You make me want to puke. That's why every time I see you, I'm always puking. Right. On account of always one to puke. I thought it was, I thought it was because of maybe an allergic reaction to a shellfish. No, to your cologne. You're very shellfish. <laughs> my God, <laughs> my Lord. Oh my gosh. You've That's, been zinged. That is too much. Consider yourself balconied. Consider myself Idiot. deceased. Uh, the winner is Midnight Cowboy, directed by John Schlesinger. What's this guy done? I'll you do tell anything you. else? <clears throat> oh yeah, my friend. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He uh, did uh, in 1967. He does Far from the Matting Crowd, which I think is an important film. Uh, Sunday, Bloody Sunday in 1971. Far. F- what is it? Far from the Madden. From the crowd? Madding Crowd. I don't know why that one Mad- sounds familiar. M-A-D-D-I-N-G. Sunday, Bloody Sunday. Is that Sunday, Bloody Sunday? Is that the? Uh... Bloody Sunday is the one with uh, Robert Shaw. Uh, that's the one where they're trying to fly the Zeppelin into the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Then Sunday Bloody Sunday is a different. It's a different movie. Uh, I assume it's probably about that U two song, but I don't know. Oh, it's about the making of U two putting their stolen their album on everybody's phone. That no, because uh, this is uh, this is pre uh, the troubles. Oh, they do, Robbie. 
Uh, it was all planned out. Uh, John Schlesinger, he directed uh, The Day of the Locust, uh, Marathon Man with Dustin Hoffman and Lawrence Olivier. Is that, uh, did that get a nom? Marathon Man? Yeah. Uh, I don't believe so, but uh, let me check. That's early 70s, right? 74. Like, right, I don't uh, think Lawrence Olivier gets the Best Supporting Actor nomination. Fuck him. I do want to see. I've never seen uh, Marathon Yeah, Man. I'd like to. I know it's uh, streaming. Uh, I think it just got put on HBO or something. All right. Well, maybe that would be, maybe that'd be something that we watch and then we, uh, we go. Together? Hey. No, I don't know about that. But, All right. Um, I ain't I ain't no I ain't no midnight cowboy. I can't be hanging out with a dude in a, in a No, it doesn't movie. have to be a midnight charm. We could do it between nine and eleven. Oh, okay. <gasps> <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say it again or it'll happen. Uh the film stars John Voigt, Dustin Hoffman, other people. It is uh, Yeah. I don't think it holds up. No, it is uh, very much of its time in my very dated opinion. Very dated. Uh, uh, and yeah. it's just fucking, dude, like, listen, I don't know if it's uh, if this is post-pandemic or current pandemic, Bill, talking. Yeah. But watching Dustin Hoffman cough wildly for fucking two hours is not Come my deal. Uh, this is Christ. Uh, You're trying to infect me, Mrs. Robinson. This is one of those, uh, quote, important films because it won Best Picture and it's about scumbags and it has no plot. And uh, they show like like titties. And uh, it's it's the first Gang time rape. It's the first time anybody's ever pre- uh, pretended to uh, to not viciously on camera multiple times. So it's, so, uh... it's an important an important work of art. Uh, it's garbage. It's uh, yeah, man. Let's uh, we'll go through it. Like the, I think there are, are a few parts that are genuinely good. Like there's a few scenes in it that I enjoy. Yeah. Like just the acting wise, but most of it now. I can appreciate it for what it is and what, like the doors that it opened. I suppose. Like. Uh, oh, Jim Morrison was in the doors. You know, because it, it it I don't know. I mean. It's basically like a, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what the fuck this movie is. It feels like a little independent film that somehow got swept up in a. Yeah, it's kind of word of mouth thing. I don't know. I, it's just, like it uh, literally feels like everybody was just on acid and they were like, "Ooh, trippy." I think that's what it was. I think it was one of this like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, man, whoa!" Like it's kind of different and uh, like it gets gritty. And... Hey, do you see this? This list of the rules of filmmaking. We're throwing that shit yeah, in the trash. Exactly. We're exactly. doing it our way, and it's you know it's a lot of like filming John Voight dressed as a cowboy walking down a real street with real people. Yeah. And, like I do like seeing that gritty, that old New York but let's, on film. Thank you for bringing that up. F- fuck that shit. This New York that they depict in this film looks like absolute dog shit. It looks like it smells horrible. Everything is fucking dirty. People yeah, are well, I think that's what they're the trying. Time. I think that's definitely a big thing that they're trying to portray. Yeah, the, but like it, when he goes into when he winds up. I mean, we can go beat by beat, I guess. You yeah. you run it. But I'm just I'm not I'm trying just, to hop I'm just saying it, these people that are like, no, there's a Disney store in Times Square. It's like that is better than this. It's just objectively better. It's better that Yeah, oh, I'm not saying I'm not gonna yeah. stub my toe on fucking needles and stuff like that. Yeah, but I would rather I would rather watch a film about this kind of New York than the Disney store in New York. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. No, no, like when I we don't... get into the seventies, like some of the shit that we're gonna watch is yeah, just the... so yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. awesome. Uh, but uh, this this one this one ain't it. But thank you guys for making it okay for uh uh fancy adult movies to show just Gorgeous breasts. Uh, Joe Buck, played by uh, John Voight, the very tall, goofy, blonde-haired back, cowboy. Back, 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 That was like, I was in Joe Buck, the sports announcer. Oh, yeah, everybody hates that guy, right? Yeah, he doesn't do the back, 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 but he sucks. Yeah. I'll fight him right now if I get a chance. He's a real to. fucking nerd, right? He's like a real straight-laced nerd-looking guy. Uh, yeah. All right. 
Uh, he's uh, he's a dish- and he tries to sell his sexual organs to ladies in the big city. That's right. I've heard. Uh, Joe Buck, the sports announcer and not the character, sells his sex organ yeah. to ladies in New York. Uh, this guy is a dishwasher in Texas. He quits his job and he's going to move to New York City to become a male prostitute. And we just follow him as he gets on a bus. And he's then, got a transistor radio and a cowskin suitcase. Yeah, and that's it. He's got a suitcase and his radio, and he just is a dumb fucking hayseed who likes to fuck. And he's going to New York to fuck for money. And that it's tall, goofy fella. <clears throat> and if you're looking for more plot development than what we've just laid out, <clears throat> there is almost none. So uh, we just kind of watch this guy have his misadventures in Manhattan trying to get his dick wet for cash. Um, he, uh, he has no... It really feels like uh, the whole thing was just improv yeah, I and also like I just don't I just don't know that this approach is the uh and not like the good uh, good the yes and funny kind of improv no, just not like, upright citizen not we're not not Amy Poehler and the and the and the boys from the UCB doing a Harold yeah this is just like hey just walk around and just really dude explore for we're gonna New need York. an occupation male escort in New York City yeah but independent we're gonna need an unsigned outfit. cowboy um. He uh he he goes uh he gets an, a middle aged lady named Cass to uh, go up to uh, her apartment and fuck around, uh, and then this fucking moron doesn't realize that she's also a prostitute, and she uh she gets bus money out of him, so he goes up and he just has sex with a, a not an unattractive uh, older lady. Uh, uh, seems like they have a nice time. She insists that she's twenty eight. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um. But anyway, she, uh, she... Tell everybody how you know she's not 28, Sean, just by looking at her. <laughs> I mean, because it's just the character, the way the character acts and behaves and the apartment that she has. And she just gives the appearance of an older lady. I'm a real class doll. Yeah, so he, he asks her for uh, the money that uh, she owes him for uh, the sex, and she gets a uh, bus fare out of him. So he ends up she's paying like, her. like, oh, no money. Uh, next we meet, uh, and what I have to say is, uh, what some people say is one of the great characters in history. Yeah, that's insane. Um, I think one of the worst performances I've ever seen. What was was the graduate last week or the week before? Two weeks ago. Uh, and this yeah, is that was his like debut, and then now here we are. Midnight Cowboy, we meet Enrico Salvatore Rizzo, better known as Ratso, a con man with a limp, uh, who uh, who he meets and, at a... And tuberculosis, maybe? Do some unknown uh, fucking coughing disease. Yeah. Uh, he's so fucking Black annoying. Long. The voice he does fucking sucks. It's uh, just like... His greasy teeth are gross. Like everything about this character sucks, and I get that that is the point. But I cannot, I could not for one second invest in the friendship between these two morons because I didn't like either of them. Yeah. Um. So Rizzo is gonna. He, he convinces this guy he needs a pimp. That's what he needs. He needs a manager, and uh, instead of bringing him to a manager, he brings him to a religious fanatic, who makes uh joe buck get down on his knees and pray yeah he gets 20 bucks for doing it too yeah and joe's like oh damn it i thought i was just gonna have to suck this guy's dick and i gotta pray to god with this motherfucker damn i can't be doing this i gotta find that if i find that rizzo man he's dead man and then we go into this black and white dream of him hunting rizzo down on the train and it's all is that what it is it's a dream i think when they go to black and white it's like a memory or it's like a him remembering or some shit because it they keep doing it to like the that gang rape or whatever. Yeah, dude. So throughout the whole thing is we get like little little flashes of Joe Buck's life and we get the scene where uh he gets dropped off at his grandmother's house and she's gonna raise him and his mother walks out and there's another lady that like walks out with her. I don't know if that's we're supposed to like read into that. Or friend or, I don't know. Or well, maybe yeah. Uh, there's like shots of him going to church. He goes, oh, his grandmother's religious, but then he's also I got put this, this movie on. Uh, it's so me annoying. and Nicole started it the other night. Yeah. And she was just like, this is really 
fucking creepy. I hate it. And we got about a half hour in. It was just like, yeah. I'm like, I'll finish it on my own. You don't yeah, seem no, to no, be. No. And then we put, I was like, hey, let's watch the first 15 minutes of RRR just so you. A little palate ah! cleanser. A little palate cleanser. Three hours later. Let's just later. watch the first 15 minutes of ah, 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 so you know what I'm talking about. Three hours later, she's like, can and we. she was I, like, I, I, can't st- I can't start a three-hour movie <clears throat> at nine at night. Oh, and yes, dude, you can. She normally would be like sound asleep on the couch halfway through that. And she was fucking upright and screaming. Fully attentive, dude. She loved it. Fucking fireworks going off. Um, like I'm like, let's just watch the first 15 minutes, and then three hours later, we had finished it. Uh, back in uh, back in present day, we got Joe Buck, and we got the scene with uh, uh, screen debut of Bob Balaban. Yeah, dude, he looks like Rick Moranis. As a, yeah, he's a Rick Moranis looking motherfucker who, who hires Joe to uh, to you know he wants he's gonna give Joe money to suck his dick in a movie theater. Yeah. And Joe's Either like suck his dick or some it, <sighs> some type of a uh, whoop do yeah well, what's going on yeah, there yeah Bob Balaban doing is, something his head is in the other guy's crotch and we don't know why um, but then when he goes in the bathroom to get paid Bob Balaban reveals that he has no money oh my God take my books he says yeah take my book he's like I don't want your damn books the fuck do I want your books for dude. and then he, he threatens to take his watch and he finally just. Let's him go. He's all like, "Oh, my mother will die if I lose this watch." He's like, "Whatever." So now, he, now he's come to New York, and he's not a very good hustler. If you can't no. let a guy's mother die no, over a no. watch, and he's also he's he's busted two nuts and gotten zero bucks. He's he's actually out money now. Uh, yeah, but you're getting your name out there. This is exposure. Uh, he he runs into Ratso again, and he and Ratso basically like he's gonna beat him up, but. Can't really beat this guy up because he's already like fucking. I'm disabled. <laughs> come, on. Oh, come on over there. Oh, no, come I'm on. You can no. come stay with me. I got a place. So he he brings him to his squat, which is an abandoned, a condemned building, and he shows him it's how like, to oh, get the in. The windows are axed out. That means that, that, that you can't go in there. It's condemned. It's uh, it's so dirty. It looks like uh, it's gross, dude. He like lies down on the bed. He's oh, give me one of those pillows. It looks Ugh. like uh, it looks like um, the apartment on uh, It's Always Sunny that Danny DeVito and Charlie Day live. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, even worse. But Sean, do me a favor. Close your eyes and imagine oh. sniffing that pillow. Nope. No. <laughs> like, ay, ay, I choose ay. not to. All right. Um. So they're gonna they're gonna do a make a deal where Rizzo is Ratso is gonna be the his pimp, uh, or something, and then they are just gonna hang out and cook t- t- food. It's uh, it's so gross. Uh, then we get the great. Uh, oh, what a wonderful fly! What a what a, this is really important for them to include is all the stuff with his Texas girlfriend Annie. Yeah, who uh, is a young lady that he has had a sexual relationship with. They've uh, been doing doing the sex and. Uh, they, uh, They've been doing the sex the grand- to each other. I think there's a scene where the grandmother catches them, and she's mad because she goes to church. Dude, there's like yeah. I don't know if it ever. And then, well, anyway, blatantly like sh- like this. I don't know if there was like a sexual thing between his grandmother, or if she was just like oh yeah, all these there, older dudes. There's a scene where he's massaging her neck, and she's basically orgasming. Well, that's at the beginning, but like later on, she's he's in bed between her and like uh, some fucking dude. Yeah, dude. In his underwear. I and, don't fucking know. Like, I don't know if it's just like very blurry lines between, you know, uh, just her with with the men around him, yeah. or if there was like a direct thing. But it was. It's all just so fucking uncomfortable uh i got the i got the impression that the grandmother had ordered this uh posse to chase them out of the car where they were having sex yeah well she winds up uh, giving the chicken enema or the him an enema i don't know this Uh, is fucking weird fucking it's fucking so weird there's a, there's a, a very graphic rape scene which is unpleasant uh, and then she is taken away in uh, the back of a van to what they assume, what you assume is going to be like a mental hospital or something. That's all the background. Oh, and so obviously this background, of course, produces one of the great seven-foot cowboy prostitutes of New York history. 
Um, there's a couple of shots in this movie that I really like that I think are uh, pretty iconic of just John Voight walking around because he's so much taller than everybody else. Yeah. So he, yeah, I like there's some definitely like him strolling through the city in his cowboy yeah. shirt and I get why like, like this is there's like, the scene when they go visit uh, Ratso's father's grave and he like takes the flowers from another grave and puts it on his father and just like them in that it's that cemetery like under the bridge or whatever yeah I think it looks really cool and. You know, as somebody who has stolen many a flower to put on my dead parents' grave, <laughs> it's this scene speaks to me. It really speaks to him. Uh, we now we get the fucking. It might be by default the be, the only interesting part of the film for me was the when they go to the Andy Warhol like art party. Yeah, like somebody takes what's it? A couple, two people come in and take. John Voight's picture. At yeah, the these restaurant. fucking weirdos. These like they look like they listen to the Velvet Underground. Like Andy Warhol, factory types come in. And they go, "No, you, you're a star. Let me take your picture. Come to our party." And then they're they're worried that Ratso can't go because he, uh, he's basically he's basically uh, smells like shit and uh, yeah, he's gross. Just he's every time we see him, he's is he worse. having a hard time walking at this point? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he already had like the the limp. Yeah, but, but I think over oh, the it's course... at the end of this party where he rolls down the stairs. Yeah, I think over the course of the winter or whatever, being in that cold squat, and they just he got I don't Dude. give a fuck. A cold squat's gonna get you every time. Uh, That's what my dad used to say. Always get a hot squat. So Ratso is is stealing all the food at this party. He's just taking fucking paper plates of salami. Now and why are you stealing salami? And he's like, well, if it's for free, I, I'm not really stealing it, am I? Yeah, I guess not. Okay, enjoy. Yeah, like, freaks out. Like, there are, the lady's like, I want to lick the sweat off your face. Yup, that was weird. I did not like that. Uh, John Voight, John Voight's walking around Dude, just I'm looking at... Dude, I'm telling you, it's the, it's the fucking LSD that was going on. John Voight, he's walking around, he's just looking at lights and colors and shit. And somebody, uh, he gets offered a, a, a marijuana cigarette that he just assumes is a regular cigarette. And he smokes the entire thing, and then, uh-oh, somebody gives him some uppers, and he he trips. Well, they, Whoa, the, he's tripping. The lady, hands him, the lady hands him the joint, and he takes a head off it. And then the dude next to him, like, grabs it from him. Yeah, and he's like, well, brother, he's like, hey, she hey, gave it to me. And she's like, I just wanted it. I just give me, I, I want it. Okay, fine. She looks like, listen, you damn cowpoke. Uh, he trips Pass like he's it around. on puff, puff, give. Like baby. he's on PCP. Like he goes to fucking Mars and Pluto. This nonsense. Um, you ever been on PCP or Mars or Pluto? I've not been on. I uh, know all three have, have uh, not have not had the pleasure of gracing their surface. All right, so I mean, technically, you don't even know what you're talking about, right? Technically, I've never known what I'm talking about, but it's never <laughs> one time stopped me from talking. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just it gets like uh really psychedelic. Did we have you ever seen Easy Rider? I've not seen Easy Rider. Like the last fifteen minutes or so of Easy Rider is utter dog shit, and it's like it just goes into like a trip or something, and it's These just guys, like they love kaleidoscopic colors and Peter Fonda and Dennis Hopper and Nicholson and John Voight. Those guys, I've seen the film the the trip. I think I've seen parts of that when I was younger. Is is that like about Ken Cassie or something? No, uh, no, 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 no. Abby no. Hoffman. I'm trying to find it. 1967. So Roger Corman movie. Flashback with Kiefer Sutherland. No, this is from 1967. It's a Roger Corman directed. Jack Nicholson uh, wrote it, and it's uh, uh, Peter. Ah, uh, Peter... Meister, Roger Corman. Well, a B movie, cheap movies. But this one, it's the trip. It's all about LSD. Peter Fonda stars in it, but it's the same kind of like late 60s like whoa drugs yeah. man drugs hey let's just film the black light poster for five minutes you know that shit that we have like when we like fucking invent what if we could like replicate that and it's like well that would suck so don't okay you're gonna yeah. do i guess you're gonna do it anyway turn the light on turn the light off uh he ends up leaving the andy warhol party uh with a lady for 20 bucks uh she's gonna and one dollar for uh taxi for rizzo to get back to 
the hellhole that they live in. And that's when he rolls down the fucking yeah. so they're climbing down this, set of stairs. He falls man. so fucking hard, and it's clearly like, Dustin he Hoffman. Should be dead. And she's just going, uh, "Hey, hey, fella, hey, fella, was you it, fell, did, fella, you fell." Was it him? Did he do the stunt? I don't know? know. I mean, he's the kind of psycho that would. And this is the kind of movie where I don't think fucking OSHA was yeah, fucking de- paying attention. Definitely doesn't feel like they're uh, springing for stuntmen or something. No. So what was what was the budget on this? Do you know? Uh, it had, feels like it's so low. Uh, Three point two mil. No, get the fuck out. Yeah, well, you're shooting in New York, and you're what? Dustin Hoffman. I mean, Hoffman. Gonna, you know, yeah. he's What's off it? an Academy Award nomination, The this Graduate. This is Voight's first, like, starring role, right? Or his first, like, big thing, uh, right? I can let you know. Um, John Voight, of course. Because I know into the 70s he gets into, you know, Deliverance and all that shit. Yeah, it really sucks that he has uh, become a right-wing fucking wild. Tune although because... he did cam- come off of gun control last week. I mean, at this point, how could you? But he's not? just, yeah. Um, just... yeah. This is his third film, the only one that I've heard of the three. Uh, after this, he does Catch Twenty Two, and then Deliverance, Coming Plus Deliverance, Home, Seventy Three, Seventy Two, and then Coming Home is Seventy Eight. That's where he wins uh, his acting. Good, yeah. Scott. Did that win best? That didn't win Best Picture, but he won Best Coming Home. Uh, he wins Best uh, Actor, I believe. I haven't been able to find that anywhere. Um, I don't think it's a streamer. Anyway, yeah, a uh, huge bag of shit. Yeah, but he's fucking... Allegedly! And Dustin Hoffman nope. seems like a fucking psycho, too. This is a curse movie. But John Voight is a good actor. He's good in this movie. I like his performance. I just don't like this movie. Like him? He brings this lady brings his, brings his lady home. He can't get it up. Uh... I mean, he's just coming all over town, so it figures at some point he's going to have a problem with it. But he tries. He puts that cowboy hat on, and he gets the lasso, and he hops on top of the horse, and he gallops around the neighborhood, and he says, Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker, let me in. And nobody lets him in. No. Um, Sorry, I, I was not paying any attention to what you said. I know I was riffing because you were looking at your phone, and now I forget what I was doing. But uh, then you mentioned it, and now I've mentioned it, and everybody, he, uh, the curtain has fallen. He can't, he can't get it up. Uh, so they play a game called Scribbage, which looks like Boggle. I don't know what the fuck this was, and I like games. You love games. Uh, and she starts. He uh, he plays the word M O N Y because he's a moron, and he's seen it on a building of Mutual of New York, and she laughs at him because he's so stupid. And then she, uh, she. I mean, I don't think it can be overstated how stupid he is. Really, dude. really dumb. He's just really fucking simple, fucking. And then she starts playing cutesy word games, calls him gay, and then he fucks her brains out. Uh, and then the next morning, and it kind of it fucking gets rapey at, at towards the end. Yeah, but she the next morning she wakes up and she's just calling her friends, being like, "You should." Uh, I got a hooker for you. Yep, and uh, so he's finally taken off, but. When he gets home, Ratso is should be he's so died. He's deading. Uh he's deading. He won't go to a doctor. He thinks the only cure for him is coconut milk Which, and I mean, sunshine. Which I mean, come on. Why would he? I mean, why you know, why would you? Um so uh they uh I don't know if you know about the healthcare system in America, Sean, but it's not as good as they say on the in the trade publications. He has the scene where he picks the guy up at the arcade and then uh, just fucking beats the shit out of him. Ah, uh, the old, the, yeah, the dude who's like, oh, I want to take you to dinner. And then, oh, I forgot I have to make a phone call yeah. back at my hotel. So he just fucking. He's like talking to his wife, one of those dudes that calls her mother. Yep. Real Mike Pence. Yep. Um, but uh, that goes sour when he asks for money, and the guy's like, well, I, I don't want to do this anymore, but I'll pay you for your time. He's like, that's not enough. And then he kills the guy, or he doesn't kill the guy. And he takes the money, buys them. Well, he, dude, yeah, he takes the money, and the, the, what, what happened? Like, the phone gets knocked off the, the cradle, and it's the, the hotel answers. Yeah. And he sees him on the phone. He's like, no, I wasn't calling you. And he thinks he's trying to call the cops, and he's like, Stuffs the fucking phone, the receiver, down his mouth. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Hot, right? Um, but he steals all this guy's money, 
Uh, and uh, oh, because the guy, like, I need fifty eight dollars to go to uh, to get to Florida. Yeah, and the guy's like blocking his dresser because he doesn't want him to find his wallet. So he steals all his money, buys the bus tickets. Uh oh, Ratso shits himself on the bus. Uh, and they're sitting on the bus. Ra- Pissed himself, Sean. Oh, please. Okay, sorry. Please, you're making him look foolish. And John Voight makes a like uh makes a joke about it. He's like, oh, you just made a rest stop. An an, unread, an unexpected rest stop. Got there a little bit early. And Rizzo laughs, and he's like, I can't even walk. I can't. Like, I think that this is, like, the better part of the movie is when they're on this bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He winds up just fucking dying in his sleep. Yeah, so he's on the bus, and then they stop at a, a rest stop because they got to, you know, change this, get this guy a fucking diaper. And John Voight's going to be, I'm not going to be a cowboy anymore. I'm going to be a regular guy. And then the bus driver's like, uh, this dude's dead. Can you shut his eyes? Because it's fucking weird. Yeah. He can't. Well, John Voight notices he's dead, and he, he tells the bus driver, and he pulls the bus over. He's like, can, you, can we just dump him out the window? He comes up. He's like, can you shut his eyes? We'll be in Miami soon. There's nothing we can do. Yeah, we'll figure it out down there. And then Voight, like, sits there and puts his arm around him. Everybody's staring. I think that this is, like, one of the genuinely, like, good parts of the movie when he's, like, because Rizzo's, like, he was so fucking... Worried about everybody fucking looking at him and making fun of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And calling him Ratso. And yeah, then and fucking John Voight, Voight, like, puts his arm around him while, like, all these fucking old people are, like, fucking staring at him, talking about it. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a nice... Uh, I wouldn't say nice, but it's... I think it's, a like, a genuine moment. Yeah, in the it's film. clearly these two uh, misfits have found each other and... I don't know. And lost each other. And now John Boy's like, fuck, I Damn, can't. Dude. Now I got to bury him? Now I'm in fucking Florida? I, gotta, I, 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 I bet he fucking cleans up in Florida. Oh, yeah. He opens a fucking swinging gets a dick boat, everywhere. Gets a boat dealership or some shit. Goes he's probably selling churros at Disney. To fucking, now, he's a, now he becomes a right-wing guy. It's fucking wild that this countercultural counter culture film uh, and uh, Easy Rider, too, because I think Dennis Hopper... Went a little uh, to the uh, right by the end. These guys became these conservative, fucking just loudmouths. Yeah, but they're fucking they're active, dude. Yeah, their whole stupid. career is their whole career is saying somebody else's words. I mean, it's an actor. Like, if you're a good actor, you're a great liar. That's you know, true. Just convince them of that you're something else. I mean, but that's Midnight Cowboy. And also, they were fucking tripping balls, baby. They fucking lost so whoa, many brain cells. Whoa, whoa. Fucking eating lead paint. Woodstock, Fucking lining man. everything with asbestos. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Using fucking leaded gasoline. Uh, breathing that shit. I don't have any. Fucking I got insane. no affection for uh, um, these. But there, uh, is now is 1970 is the year of your birth, if I recall. It's the year of the Lord. Our Jesus Christ, yes. So the 1970 Academy Awards, uh, Midnight Cowboy was the winner, and then the for the best film of the year you were born, we're going to discuss that next week. And do you know what that film was called? Next week's best, the uh, best picture best winner picture from the year you were Patton, Patton, right? Patton Oswalt, yeah. the Patton Oswalt story. I've never, I've watched the first 45 minutes, I think. Yeah. Do you have this? No, it's Did on. You buy this? No, it's on stars. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna it is. I ain't picking this shit up. Uh, I buy it. Patton, George C. Scott. I love George C. Scott, dude. 172 minutes. Don't love that. Uh, no, uh, not as such. The other films. What are, What are the other nominees? We got uh, the uh, air disaster film, uh, Airport. Oh, Airport. I've never seen that. No, I, I might. Think. I might try to to catch that one. Five easy pieces with uh, great flick. Jack Nicholson. It's on HBO, I believe. Um, I watched it within the last couple of months. Five easy pieces is the oil rig or the fucking navy one. Uh, the oil rig. He's a. Uh, he's a. It's the oil rig. Yeah. What's the one? Uh, the navy one's last man standing or something like that. Last. Last detail. Oh yeah, last, last detail. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, That's a good flick too. Is that the one when they got to bring him to prison? I think so. So they give the guy one last weekend, maybe. Yeah, that's a good flick, uh, dude. 
So excited to get in the Jack Nicholson flicks. Yeah, again. dude. Oh, man. I love this fucking movie. Obviously, of course. Love story. Oh, my goodness. Love We've me. Already never had about it. We'll never speak about it again. And, Just fucking uh, say you're sorry. Stop being so selfish about it. Stop fucking asshole. Just say it. Stop doing things that you have to apologize for. And then MASH. Robert Altman's MASH is the fifth nominee. MASH. Mobile Army uh, Surgical Hospital. That's right. I believe. Uh, so much uh, things to discuss and more in seven days. All the things we're going to... Seven days. We're going to talk about so much stuff except for Love Story, which we fucking hate. We won't talk about Love Story. We I mean, we might say things about it, but we won't. For the most part, we'll just tell you to go listen to the fucking episode. Yeah. Because I'm, bel- I'm pretty sure we get a lot of gold in we it. We loved. We say funny things sometimes. Not, that Not all the time. Not often. Not all the time. I said sometimes. Oh, but Bill... From my house to yours. Sean. Sean, from your house to mine. Zip it, bitch. Hey, we'll see you next week. Also, uh, hey, do you know that uh, General Patton was in the army, apparently? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a lot of war stuff. So get bring a helmet next week. Bye.